Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. Today we're going to be reading through the book of Jeremiah, chapters 21 through 24, as we continue in our one-year Bible reading plan. And the themes that we are seeing over and over again, the gospel themes that can, uh, seem to recur over and over in the book of Jeremiah are these themes of judgment, repentance, and salvation. And so in our reading today, as chapter 21 opens, King Zedekiah sends men to Jeremiah to, in order to hear from the Lord. In verse 2, we read this, Inquire of Yahweh for us. For Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, is making war against us. Perhaps Yahweh will deal with us according to all his wonderful deeds and will make him withdraw from us. So we see there that the people were settled in their sin. And they were banking on the kindness of God to not deal with them according to their sins. But as we've seen uh, over and over again throughout this book, sin must be dealt with. And so rather than hope that God will give us a pass on our sin, we must repent of our sin and turn to Christ if we are to have any hope of salvation. Then in chapter 22, Jeremiah delivers a word to the king of Judah. Uh, we read in verses 4 and 5, For if you will indeed obey this word... Then there shall enter the gates of this house kings who sit on the throne of David, riding in chariots and on horses, they and their servants and their people. But if you will not obey these words, then I swear by myself, declares Yahweh, that this house shall become a desolation. Again, we see that the prophecy given by Jeremiah, the future that is foretold in this prophecy, is the future that follows from obedience or disobedience to the terms of the covenant. We also see a very important theological point where we see that God, being God, swears by himself. You see, if God were to swear by anything other than himself, he would be placing that thing over himself as an authority. Uh, and it, it, I know it seems somewhat circular to, for God to swear by himself, but that is the nature of ultimate authorities. Uh, uh, one example we could use is some people place science as the ultimate authority. And they say that we should trust the science, but why? Well, when you follow down the line, ultimately it's because the science tells us so. Any claim to ultimate authority will eventually appeal to and swear by only itself. Thus, God, as the one true and living God, the only true sovereign and ultimate authority, God can only swear by himself. In chapter 23, we are given a prophecy concerning a righteous branch that would arise from the line of David. We see this prophecy elsewhere in Scripture, and the most uh, notably in the book of Isaiah. And we know that this prophecy concerns the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is through Christ that all the promises made to Abraham, to David, and to Israel are fulfilled. And then in chapter 24, we are given a prophecy of the good and bad figs, representing those who were taken into captivity and those who resisted the exile. What we see is that God's judgment was working to sanctify and purify his people. So those who submitted to God's will in that regard would be brought back to the land. However, those who rejected God's judgment, they would be cut off because they rejected the judgment that would lead to their salvation. This pattern of God bringing salvation through judgment is seen uh, all throughout the scriptures. However, it is most clearly seen in the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. For it was through the judgment of God uh, against sin on the cross that salvation was brought to his people.